Hi everybody, it's Erin and Meg and welcome back to this week's episode of the Love You Mina podcast. This week we're so excited we're having on a guest. If you guys are real and you've heard me talk about this brand before, Anove, we're actually having on the founder, Ivana Keener, and we're so excited to meet her. It was so interesting to hear her talk about the brand, how she launched it, the ingredients and like where they're sourced from. If you guys don't know, it is a clean beauty skincare line. She has, I think, like four or five products. And like I received one of her products in a beauty box and I reached out to the brand and she was so nice. She sent me like three full size products and I absolutely love this brand. It's like it's really done wonders for my skin, especially with mask knee going on right now. Like I feel like I always am like starting to get little breakouts. But whenever I use these products, they like nip that in the bud. My favorite product is the Perfecting Oil. And yeah, honestly, though, their whole range is really, really good. Yeah, you guys don't even understand. Like, we talked about it in the Zoom call, so you're probably going to hear it in the episode. But I was telling Ivana, I was like, I'm really glad that the Zoom camera isn't, like, super crisp. Because you wouldn't be able to see that I am breaking out so bad. And I don't think Meg has seen a pimple. Maybe has seen one in the past, like, six months. No, it's just that stuff honestly works, like, so well. And, like, it is... A little pricey for like the perfecting oil is a hundred dollars but you do get 10 ounces of the product and i've been using it since july Mm -hmm. and it is now october and i still have like at least half of the bottle left i know so i feel like that's pretty good for like product in the time yeah if you think about it it's like one ounce for ten dollars which is like what you would normally pay for like essential oil or anything for your face so it's just really like you're buying in bulk. It works for every skin type. Like I have super oily skin. Honestly, it hasn't broken me out more or anything like that. It just like the perfecting oil absorbs so nicely into your skin and it just leaves my skin feeling so refreshed and soft. And I haven't been getting like any flakiness or anything like that, like which is great because now the weather is getting colder and my skin does dry out a little bit. But I don't know, just the brand is great. The message is great. Ivana is a black woman, so we love to support black women-owned businesses, and it was just so nice to get to meet her and hear her story. Yeah, we're just so excited. This episode honestly turned out amazing. Like, obviously, we've never met her before, but we've been kind of supporting Anove behind the scenes, and we talked about so many things. Like Meg said, we talked about, she. it's just so cool getting to talk with, like, a brand founder and owner Mm -hmm. because she literally knows like down to the little minute ingredient where it comes from and so you really know that these products are great for you and we talked about where her products are sourced from and we even started talking about imposter syndrome because like we said she runs this business all by herself she's literally the only employee and so it was really cool getting to talk to someone and just really hearing the ins and outs of the business and i i thought it was so cool like the fact that we even got a chance to talk to her because like I realize I've never used a product and then been able to like talk to the person who found the brand. So dope. Like that's so cool. And I like I was able to physically say like, hey, I love your product. Mm-hmm. Like there, it wasn't like social media or anything. Like she wasn't reading a review. Like I literally was able to say to her face like, your shit's great. <laughs> it was just so amazing too. Like obviously like I'm not the like a nova user of the duo like meg uses all of the products and so like it was just i mean i'm really hoping that you guys will get to really 
kind of feel this when you're listening to the episode but it was so cool getting to see like the interaction between meg and ivana and kind of like bonding over the product and loving it and it was so cool getting to see like meg expressing how much she loved the product and getting to see like ivana really like take that in and see like firsthand Mm -hmm. how much you love it but i also just wanted to thank you guys really quick before we really get into the episode because Like, without you guys listening to this episode every single week, we wouldn't be able to interview dope people like this and meet all these cool people, and we just have been having such a great time, and I'm really glad, too, that we have black and people of color that want to come on the podcast or, like, have asked to come on the podcast in the future, and, like, I just really hope that, like, the Love You Mean It community and, like, the Instagram and our podcast really just feels like an inclusive place where you can come because it's just, like, I literally could, like, tear up thinking about, like, we have a really cool company that's going to be coming on in the future called Pothos Beauty. And like, there's just like a company that tries to look for like more inclusivity in like the beauty community. And I just think it's really great that like people are, I don't know, just reaching out and think that they can like be comfortable here, if that makes any sense. Yeah. I don't know. It's just really great. Yeah. We just want to have like a really inclusive place and just we want everyone to feel welcome and we're just so happy that you guys are feeling the love yeah but before we get into everybody's favorite segment we'll do a little bit of housekeeping so if you wanted to talk about the instagram and where they could find us you can get into that yeah so if you guys don't follow us at this point i don't really know what you're doing at loving me to podcast go check it out on instagram we post pretty much every single day we try and find like funny content and stuff for you guys to repost we also have some cute graphics And yeah, if there's anything you guys ever want us to do, like an infographic on a certain topic, we we tend to try to be woke. (laughs) So if you want us to talk about something, for sure we will. And yeah, you can also check out our merch in the link in our Instagram. Um, I'm going to be putting up new designs, so I'm really excited. I will post that in feed and on the story so that you guys don't miss it. And yeah, that's pretty much all I have. What do you have, Erin? If you guys didn't know, we have a link in every single episode in the show notes down below where you can support the podcast. Of course, we by no means expect everybody to donate to the podcast, but we really appreciate it so that it can go towards merch and it can go towards just supporting the podcast in general. Also, while they're listening to this, like the giveaway is still happening, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if you guys are obviously listening to this part, we have a giveaway going on for merch and it's so exciting. So the rules are following us liking the post and then you can just like tag as many people as you want and each tag is an entry right yeah and so you get a tote bag a mask a water bottle and like they're all matching which is really cute so such a vibe yeah and if you do win um please post it on your instagram or like post a story or something and we would love to feature it on our feed but yeah like i'm just so excited it's like the iconic print i think it's my favorite print that you did like it's kind of like the thank you bag i love you mean it it's one of my favorites i have the matching mask and the matching bag so the two of us will kind of be like twinning with them you know yeah so yeah if you guys want to enter go ahead the giveaway is available until wednesday october 21st at 10 p.m eastern standard time and it will be announced on thursday october 22nd at 12 p.m eastern standard time perfect so you still have a little bit of time and if you haven't entered yet then i guess you don't like free stuff i guess you don't like free cute stuff that's an over 50 dollar value yeah yeah but without further ado we're gonna get into everyone's favorite segment so if you guys are new here we have the love you mean it podcast duh and every single week we talk about what we're loving and my favorite segment what we're hating and as always my beautiful stunning co-host meg is going to go first guys (laughs) this is what i'm hating this week 
overall is the patriarchy and I'm going to circle back around to that. So I'm going to tell you a little story. So about three years ago, I got an IUD and I have Marina. If you guys ever have any questions about birth control options, I have been on like three different birth controls like pills and then I have an IUD. If you guys want like any of your questions answered, we might do an episode about this. So I think it would be so interesting. Save it for that maybe. Yeah. Just check the stories and like if, yeah, you guys can always you can ask questions but like particularly for that like you can answer or ask questions for that episode but anyway so i got this marina three years ago it's great for like 90 percent of the time i love it i do get some random cramps once in a while that are like more painful than my normal period cramps were i actually stopped getting my period a couple months after I got it inserted and I have not had a period in three years. That's insane. So it's nice, but it's also like scary kind of because I don't know like when my cycle would be. Like I just stopped. Like mm-hmm. I literally don't remember when I got my period. Yeah, I mean. So I was like, all right. So and like I do have a boyfriend. I am sexually active. So I get nervous like that I could somehow get pregnant even though this is like the most effective way of birth control i think iud's are 99 percent effective so even i don't know you still see those one percent it still happens it still happens so like every like couple weeks maybe like once a month i take a pregnancy test and so i took a pregnancy test i just got a cheap one from dollar tree because your girl is poor right now i mean like i feel like it's different if you're like actually like trying to get pregnant yeah like you'd probably probably do like the first response or something but i'm like if you're checking every month like that would add yeah. up no like I, I mean a couple of months ago i just bought like i guess more like expensive ones not like expensive like yeah. i think there was like ten dollars for like a two-pack but so i really don't want to spend that much so i usually just buy like five or something when i go to the dollar store and actually my gynecologist told me about them because she was like pregnancy tests get expensive yeah. especially if you're not trying to get pregnant and especially if it's doctor recommended yeah to do that, so, like why not yeah so she was like yeah just literally go to the dollar store and get them this one's a little bit different like usually with like nicer ones you pee on the stick which i actually think is harder yeah because you have to have like a continuous stream on the stick for like three seconds and like but you can't see it because it's in between your legs <sighs> And so, like, it's, it's just hard. But, like, with the one that I have, you pee in a cup. And then, like, you they, they give you a little pipette. And then you put three drops on, like, the paper, like, on, like, the little test itself. And then you wait, like, two minutes. So, I was peeing into a red Solo cup. Oh, my God. Wait, you're telling the story? Oh, yeah. I just need a moment of silence. I this did, is so no, unfortunate. I thought you were going to just, like... Oh, tell no. like the over like the overarching story i didn't realize you were gonna tell the story oh no i'm telling the story i have to oh, so God. i'm peeing into a red polo, a red solo cup right <laughs> and so i'm like okay word i'm done so i took it out and then look but like i still was peeing kind of because like i don't know if y'all have ever peed in a cup before but you if fill you, that shit up you so fast maybe you should talk to your doctor no like you you fill it up so fast and so I like had to remove it and then I put it on the ground, but then it fucking fell. <laughs> a whole cup of pee fell on my bathroom floor. Our it, bathroom floor. Oh yeah. <laughs> but it spread everywhere. 
And I still was like currently peeing. And so I was like, oh, okay. So then I just was like, I finished peeing. I got up. I had to literally step in my own pee. It was, it was terrible. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was terrible. Because it was all over the floor. I yeah, like where it. else were you going to go, you know? It. So I had to step in my pee and then I went and got bleach. And I bleached the floor like five times. It took me like 30 minutes to do this. And then I just started crying. I mean. Because first of all, that was traumatizing. Also, I'm not pregnant in case you're wondering. Thank God. But thank like, God. That's the silver lining. No, Meg and I were talking about it. Like, well, thank God. I'm just glad that you were alone when this happened. Yeah. Because this is like when I got food poisoning back in July. Mm-hmm. And I was, and you were like, oh, I wish I was there. And I was like, I don't. <laughs> I was like, I'm literally sobbing on the bathroom floor. It was after Wendy's, guys. So um, I've been back to Wendy's and just not that location. But I'm just glad that you were alone because like, I can't even imagine like. Dude, it, it, I would have just been so mortified. So that was just so dehumanizing to like be in my pee like and like bleaching have to the floor clean it up and like bleach it and then so then i just got back to like thinking about how men don't have to deal with this shit how like birth control fucks up your body so bad like when i was on i'm not gonna get too much into it because like i said like i want like we want to do an episode about it but like it birth control pills fucked me up so bad like emotionally and I noticed, like, I'm not as bad as my IUD, but I still do get, like, mood swings. And it just, like, it can't be completely avoided, especially when you're putting, like, fake hormones into your body. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's just, it sucks. And, like, getting it in was so painful. And just, like, the fact that men don't have to do any of the shit. Like, they don't have to get periods. Unfair. They, they could have sex and enjoy themselves. And, like, never have to have any repercussions. And, like, even, like... The morning after pill, like plan B, it's like $50. Yeah. I'm like, half the time guys don't even pay for that Mm -hmm. for you. Like I've had to buy it myself when I think they should pay for it, Mm -hmm. but okay. But yeah, so it's just a shitty situation and I just really hate men. And I was thinking (laughs) about like how Amy Coney Barrett is like having her Senate hearings like currently she does not believe in roe v wade at all and so i'm just really afraid as well as many women that if trump does win this election that they will repeal roe v wade which is the scariest thing i think that could happen if you guys haven't watched this there's a documentary on netflix it's called um, I think it's like repealing Roe or something like that. Mm-hmm. I, we can link it below. I don't remember the exact name, but they just talk about how things were before abortions were legal. And it was just a really scary place. And like so many women were unnecessarily dying and like traveling to other countries to get the procedure done. And while I was sitting there cleaning up my piss, I was just thinking of like this dystopian world where like that would be a reality where, like, in two years, when I have to get a replacement IUD, will I be able to get one? It's just really scary. It's just, it's really scary. And I saw this, like, thing actually on Instagram this morning, and I have to read it to you guys because it literally shook me to my core. Someone tweeted about Amy Coney Barrett. They said, women who carry water for the patriarchy just so they can have a slightly longer leash and stand a few rungs up in oppression from other women, particularly marginalized women, make me a special kind of angry. Being master's favorite dog is still having a master and being a dog. 
Oh. So, yeah. Um, if you're a woman and you don't believe in abortion rights and the right to choose, you're a piece of shit. Sorry, it's literally none of your business. Like, I really don't care. Like, I don't really understand, like, even men that are pro-life. Like, if they're so pro-life, I would assume that they would probably also be marrying a woman who's pro-life. So I'm assuming she wouldn't be getting abortion. So why does it, why does it affect him? Do y'all know all the kids in foster care? They are pro-life, which is like, I mean, whatever, that's your belief. But if you're going to be pro-life, then invest in social safety nets. Mm-hmm. Invest in better health care for pregnant women and for children. T- and, like, it's just hypocrisy. Like, you can't have women... First of all, like, religious people don't believe in contraception. And they don't believe in sex before marriage, which is just so completely unrealistic, especially with today's lifestyle and standards. And also, they just, like, don't have any sort of protocol in place for what happens if a woman does get pregnant. They encourage you to have the baby. But what happens after you have the baby and you can't afford it? They and don't, then they get mad when they go on welfare. Yeah. It's like, it, it's literally bullshit. It's just, there's no, like, rhyme or reason other than it's religion. And, like, yeah, separation of church and state, y'all. Thank you. Overall, it just goes back to the patriarchy. Yeah, I just hate men. They don't have to deal with any of this shit. And they think that they can control our bodies. And it's fucked up. Okay. What are you hating, Erin? What I'm hating this week is kind of like a few things, but I'll try and make it short and sweet. First off, what I'm hating are TikTok dances. Meg and I have been spending quite a few evenings, like, we'll, we'll watch a show or two, and then before I'm about to go to bed, I'm like, let's watch a few reels. And then we sit there and scroll, and like, every 10th reel, like everybody knows, is funny. But then maybe like three or four in between that, it's just awkward TikTok dances, and like, I don't want to spend too much time on this, because I know we could go off forever, yeah. and this intro is already long enough, but it's just like, we did an, an episode about like our ick factors a few weeks ago and I can link that down below for you guys but just the thought of like we were talking about this last night that like these people like practicing in front of like the mirror or like their phone for like hours and hours <laughs> doing these TikTok dances and like oh. just to put it on like the internet like I don't know like sometimes I like watching them but like for the most part I don't no I there's no part of me that gets enjoyment out of seeing other people dance on TikTok I truly I don't yeah but also what I'm hating this week are Meg kind of brought it to my attention I hadn't heard about this but apparently teens are calling yoga pants flared leggings y'all don't know the struggle that we had when we had to shove our flared yoga pa- or flared leggings into our uggs you you don't get it and like you have it so easy you can just i mean i don't even think people wear uggs anymore if they do then like that's fine because they're comfortable as fuck they really are but like you don't understand how hard it was to like make it look good and also have it stay in there i just remember days and days after gym class like trying to shove my light my uh like yoga pants into my uggs and like I don't know. It's like I the struggle of like having to match the band of my yoga pants like to my outfit. Yeah. Like I had multiple different colored bands, even though the like the yoga pants were yoga the same. Pants, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all just don't understand. And yeah. so I just want to kind of put set you up like, I don't know, set y'all in your place that they are yoga pants. Yeah. They, I've. <laughs> it's interesting. I called them that because I had never done yoga in them, but 
Yeah, no, I don't know why they were called. I mean, like, I guess they were literally for yoga, but everyone just wore them. That's just the proper title, so have yeah. some respect. Yeah. And the last thing that I'm hating this week is kind of sad. I think this is the record for most things that we're hating, but if you guys didn't know, we talked about it a few weeks ago, but we have, we got two new plants. We have MJ and Arnie Palmer, and he has spider mites, y'all. I've never even heard of those before this. Basically, they're just like microscopic spiders. And like, I'm looking at him behind Meg right now and I could literally tear up. Basically, they just like live on the underneath of the plants and they basically just like burrow into it and suck the life out of him. And so like, we're trying to counteract that kind of a positive, I guess, is that I believe hopefully that I caught it early enough that he'll be okay. But it's just really sad. Like, he's just like he's losing a lot of his color and his like the ends of his leaves are curling in a little bit and you know he's suffering but we got this insecticide we're gonna i'm well i'm gonna treat him after this episode but i just wanted to say that i'm hating that this week because we talked about it a few weeks ago as well but we had another palm plant and she also died of house bugs so just a rough time all around i guess yeah i guess majesty palms are just like out here struggling not well but when y'all say your prayers this week just throw Arnie in there. But what are you loving this week, Meg? What I'm loving this week is our Nespresso. Ah! We have been talking about getting an espresso for, honestly, years. I can say years. I am obsessed with espresso. Aaron loves a good Americano. We work at a coffee shop. Obviously, you guys know that. We're just so excited to finally have like something that we can actually make espresso with. And something that I really appreciate is that like there's foam on top of the espresso. <laughs> guys. And like... It's so good. Like, I don't know. The machine is like, it just, everything tastes so smooth. I know. Well, I just don't really like lattes that much because of all of the milk. Like, mm-hmm. I'm more of like an Americano gal, but I just made a, what? You said gal. Oh, sorry. Oh my God. <laughs> Meg hates when I say gal. I'm an Americano girly. Girly pop? <laughs> I have to say girly pop, but um, I'm more of an Americano girl. And, but I just made a coffee in these, like in the Nespresso, and there's just the slightest amount of foam. I don't understand how it happens because we only use water, but it was stunning. I had it this morning. It was so good. Yeah. And so, if you guys don't know, it was Amazon Prime Day the other day, and y'all know I fucking hate Jeff Bezos. Yeah. I mean, we would have shared like Amazon favorites or something, but we don't have them because we don't support Amazon. Yeah. But, but, there was Prime Day, and I do have to like cop up that I did participate in Prime Day. I so, mean, you had to with the price the that we got. It's really just the sales. I try not to shop there. If I can get it from somewhere else, I will. Amazon has become like a last resort for me. I did get an, es- an espresso. It was $100, which is super cheap. And we got the 12 sample pods that come with it. And it, they also had a special where like you could get 30 capsules that came included. So overall, we got 42 capsules, which is like for free, which is like triple the amount that you normally get. I will link our Nespresso down below because on Nespresso.com, our machine is for sale. Mm-hmm. You don't get the additional 30 mm-hmm. and it is like $50 more expensive, but it is still on sale right now. So I will link it down below for you guys. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe like Amazon will do another sale yeah it probably won't be as like steep but they might do another sale in the future so like maybe add it to your wish list or something mm-hmm. and it's like you should get like an email or something saying if it goes on sale yeah oh my god that's smart i didn't um, think about that but it's it's just so it's so nice and it's like environmentally friendly as mm-hmm. well because we an issue that i had with k-cups was that they you just threw them out and like that was it and like they do have the recyclable ones but those are honestly pretty shitty and they fall apart yeah after like 
20 uses or so. Mm Mm-hmm. They get kind of busted, but with Nespresso, there's like a separate container. It looks like a second water tank. And so when you pop open the top to put the capsule in, the other one that was in there before just goes right into this, what would you call it, container? Yeah. And after it's filled up, you can like put them in a bag, like a specific bag, and you can send them back to Nespresso and they will recycle the capsules, which we love to hear. We love that. But what I'm loving this week, TV, movies, I suppose. So we recently started watching American Horror Story. I've already seen one, two, three, four, and then we've seen Roanoke, which is season six. So we rewatched Roanoke. And then while we were watching that, well, that is the best season of all time sorry but it is just so iconic that i really started a big debate on my instagram when i said that that was the best season i got a lot of heated responses i really love that season and then meg was talking about hotel which is season five which i've never seen i think it is so funny i really like it and then meg also posted maybe she'll repost it like this week or something but meg is so fucking cute and she made this list of movies and it's 13 nights of halloween for 13 nights till halloween well, I just remember, I think it was ABC Family. I'm not going to say what it's currently called because I hate the name and Freeform. it's stupid. Oh my God, ew. But so they used to do like a 13 Nights of Halloween and I think Disney Channel did too. I think so. Where they would just show like a scary movie like every night. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to make my own. And like most of them I have not seen. There are a couple that I've seen, but like we looked at our streaming services that we have. So like... Hulu, Netflix, Amazon Prime, like those are the ones that like we have. So I chose movies that we can stream for free and it's for free. It's for free across all three, um, I guess networks or something. And yeah, I just made a list of stuff. I know Aaron hasn't seen like most of these movies. Mm-hmm. I think you've no, seen I, maybe like one. I was going to say, I think I've seen maybe one, which is really great because it's like when it's spooky season, you want to like shit your pants. Mm-hmm. I, I think I almost did the last night. We watched The Forest and it was really good. Yeah, that movie's on Netflix. That one's really good. But yeah, that's just what I'm loving this week. But without further ado, thank you so much for listening to this long everything ass we just said. This long ass intro. But I think we said some good stuff. But without further ado, we'll just get into the interview and we'll be right back with Ivana. Planet Earth is a mess right now. With everything going on, it's easy to be anxious and to lose sleep. Relax with Wild CBD. Wild makes the best tasting edibles on the market using real fruit and all natural flavoring. You can get wild gummies in 25 milligram doses in packs of 10 or 20. They come in blackberry, huckleberry, lemon, and raspberry. And that's not it, guys. They also make sparkling water that comes in raspberry, lemon, blackberry, and blood orange. We are so excited to be partnering with Wild CBD for this episode. They're giving our listeners 30% off their next purchase. You can go to Wild CBD, that's W-Y-L-D-C-B-D.com, and use code POD for 30% off. That's POD, P-O-D, for 30% off your next purchase. Wild CBD products are intended only for use by individuals aged 18 and older. Wild CBD products should be only consumed as directed on the label and should not be used if you are pregnant or breastfeeding. All Wild CBD products are made with ingredients containing 0% THC, and it's always important to consult with a healthcare professional prior to using Wild CBD in combination with any medications or other dietary supplements. Okay, everybody, we are back with Ivana, and she's just going to give you a quick little elevator pitch. So I'm Ivana Keener. I'm the founder of Anove. Anove offers inclusive luxury beauty and skincare products designed to be effective for all skin tones, all skin types. 
We craft all of our products consciously here in Los Angeles with plant-based ingredients and no synthetic fragrances, no harsh chemicals, no formaldehydes, sulfates, silicones, or parabens. So cool. Love to hear it. So I don't know if you guys know, but Ivana was actually so kind to send me some of her products and I absolutely loved them. I still use them. They're like my holy grail. They've been really helping me fight mask knee. I don't know if you've had that problem, but like I've just like I noticed I have little breakouts and like clogged pores just from wearing my mask all the time. But like I use that stuff and it's really like cleared up my skin. I've noticed a huge difference. That's awesome. Yeah. So like I, I reached out to Ivana and she was like, Oh my God. Yeah. Like I'll send you more stuff. Cause I, I got the perfecting oil in a beauty box and I was like, this stuff is literally amazing. Like people need to know about it. And then, yeah, she was like, yeah, I'll send you more products. And I was like, Oh my God, are you serious? (laughs) But like, I just love the brand so much. And like, we love like clean beauty and we're always looking for new products like that. So I was just so excited to like find you and your brand. Cause I love that. Have you always been interested in skincare? Yes. Ever since, um, I think, so the journey that started uh, Nove was, mm-hmm. um, it began in 2012. And that was when I formulated the, what is now the perfecting oil. So <laughs> that was like- The best product. <laughs> the love so of my good. life. I love it. Yeah, that, that was just, oh goodness. It was born out of like me wanting something that, you know, I could- put my time and intention into mm-hmm. and started making it for, you know, friends and family. At the time, I didn't really think of, you know, skincare as a career. Mm-hmm. I was just finishing college and I thought, oh, okay, well, you know, I obviously need to get a real job because that's what <laughs> <do> after, <laughs> after college. So I, I was kind of, you know, saw it as like, oh, this is something fun. And then when I stopped, I had, you know, friends, family, random people who had found out about it asking, you know, where's, where's my stuff? Like I need my oil. <laughs> and so um, that was when I first thought, okay, well maybe this could be a business, but it, it still took, you know, we officially launched in 2019. So last year. In oh July. yeah. That was recently. Wow. Yeah. So it took, you know, from 2012, like my own like research development, like partnering with, you know, experts Mm-hmm. to kind of uh, flesh out, you know, a full product line around the perfecting oil. Wow. Um, and also battling like some serious, you know, self-doubt and just yeah. not feeling yeah. like I was, you know, in a space where I could just say, okay, yeah, I'm just going to start this company. Like I, I just, for some yeah. reason was so fixed on having a corporate career mm-hmm. until I, you know, finally got fed up with that. So that that's been the the journey. Did you go to school for any of this or are you like self-taught? Like when it comes to like, any of it, like cosmetics or like business or anything? So my focus in school was product design. So that kind of puts the pieces together. But my career background has been in program management and like software product development. So um, there's some overlap in terms Uh of like, you know, how you go from the ideation phase to like releasing a product. But as far as like, you know, skincare formulation, like I've taken courses myself. Um, and then as I mentioned before, you know, I've partnered with experts to make sure that, you know, my product line is well-rounded and that everything that I'm putting out into the world is, you know, not only effective for all skin tones and all skin types, but also safe to use. Yeah. That must've definitely helped having like a little bit of like a background in product design, like when it came to launching your own brand and everything. Oh yeah. 
<laughs> so, I find that that's what I love the most. The, the, oh yeah, no, I'm uh, sure it's yeah. good to have like different hats for sure. And mm -hmm. it sounds like you're like, you've got the bases covered. Um, so I looked at your website and it says that you also have experience with product development. Like how, like how do you think that has played into like helping you succeed with Anove? Oh goodness. I think that's a, a great foundation to have. I think that I am not, by nature, someone who likes marketing. Yeah. <laughs> I was very product focused and end user focused. And so having a background in, you know, product design and product development allowed me to always begin with the end user in mind and think about, you know, who is my 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 target, you know, customer, what are their needs? How is my offering going to address those needs? How am I going to differentiate between what's already out there? You know, there's so many amazing brands. So I, I just think that that background was something that, you know, kind of tied it all together for me. I know. I think that's so cool that like you're so user focused because I feel like, I mean, obviously like you already said that you just started in 2019, but I feel like it's so easy for brands to like forget that it all comes back to the user. Oh yeah. So like, I just think that's really cool that that's like what you put at, like at the forefront of Inove. 100% mm -hmm. user obsessed. <laughs> yeah. So obviously we already said that Inove is like a clean beauty brand. What in like your terms does clean beauty mean to you? To me, clean beauty means that you're using effective ingredients that aren't at all questionable. So I know that, you know, there's been a lot of back and forth about whether it's appropriate to use the term non-toxic, because I don't think anyone formulates with the intention <laughs> to you know, have yeah. that are toxic. Yeah. So to me, clean beauty, it just means that you're you're taking a more concentrated effort to make sure that everything you're putting into your products is going to serve a purpose and going to promote overall, you know, well-being of your health and well-being of your skin. Do you yourself only use clean beauty? I do. Um, yeah. And so it was, it was a little bit more difficult back when mm -hmm. I was wearing makeup. You know, ever since COVID, I just, you know, have not oh, been wearing yeah. makeup. Yeah, on right yeah now. no. <laughs> But yeah, I, but back when I was wearing makeup, it was a little bit harder because mm -hmm. I think some of the brands I was used to using were not exclusively like clean beauty brands. And around the time when I thought, okay, well, I'll start like searching for, you know, a foundation from a clean beauty brand that's going to match my skin tone. It was like right when COVID hit. So yeah. kind of like, oh, well, you know what? I just won't wear any makeup now. Yeah. Sorry. Never wearing it again. Yeah. It was like perfect timing for that. <laughs> This isn't kind of like a question that we had, but like, do you have any advice for somebody that would want to transition to like fully clean beauty? Because I mean, especially like me, like, I don't even think I use any clean beauty at all. Like, I don't really think I like use any at all. So like, what advice would you have for somebody that's like trying to make that transition? First of all, be, you know, be, give yourself some grace. <laughs> there are, fortunately, there are lots of options now in the clean beauty space give yourself you know the grace and you know be patient with yourself as you go on that journey because you know any products that we're used to using we're we're you know using them because we like them we're comfortable with them so it, it definitely takes time to replace things that are tried and true for you yeah. with you know trying other brands you might not be familiar with other products that are new to you and then seeing what works I'm really excited too, because like, I know Sephora has a section in all their stores where it's just clean beauty and like, they're pretty small, but like they're acquiring a lot of brands like quickly. 
So I'm just really excited to see like where they go with that because I feel like once they start putting it in brick and mortar storefronts, like it's way more accessible to people and like people will be more likely to just like try new stuff, which, and it's like so much better for you and like the environment. Really excited to see that. You kind of like talked about this a little bit, but like what inspired you to like start your own company? You know, I was saying before that I was very focused on having a corporate career Mm -hmm. and that focus was so arbitrary. It wasn't like, Oh, I'm just like, you know, fueled by a mission to do a, B or C. It was just like, no, I just need a real job. So I think, (laughs) I think I went through like, you know, several real jobs because I developed, you know, I guess experience in, you know, working in tech and working with software development teams. I felt like even when I wasn't so focused on corporate, I started consulting. I still felt like I had to make use of that expertise. Otherwise it was like all waste. And so it, it just got to the point where it was just like, okay, well, you know, I like elements of consulting, but at the same time, like I keep thinking about skincare. I keep coming back to, you know, everything that I've been, you know, continuing to further my, my learning on, continuing to do research on, like I was still formulating I and mean, I was still, you know, I guess getting advice from experts where I could and like taking courses. So um, the passion never went away. And so I think that that's when I finally got to the point where I was like, why not just combine something I'm passionate about with, you know, my other skills, you know, product development, product design. And also I, around that time, I just had my daughter. Yeah. I think she was, when nobody launched, she was like a year old. She just turned oh, a year old. That's so cute. And I, yeah, she's, she's the best. Um, <laughs> so cute. But I, I think that once you have a kid, you know, I, I've heard a lot of people say, oh, well, it makes you more conservative. In my case, it was just like, oh no, like I really need to, if this is something I'm, you know, even remotely curious about, I need to go for it because as I'm thinking about being a role model for, you know, my kids, because I have two now, I wouldn't want, you know, to be encouraging them to like shoot for the moon and then, Mm -hmm. you know, them to ask me what I did. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, I just didn't. (laughs) So that, that advice was fire. Like just just, like (laughs) thinking about like all the people too, that just like graduated during COVID and everything. And people that are like out here thinking that they have to just get like an office job, just like right out of school. I don't know. It's just really like, it's just really cool to see somebody that like was following their passions. And like you said, how having a kid kind of like inspired you to follow them. I just mm-hmm. think it's great. You're so relatable. I know. <laughs> hey, it's, really. it's good to talk about that though. Cause I feel like so many people feel this pressure to get a corporate job. And like, it's almost like you're doing it for other people. Like when they ask you like, Oh, what do you do or whatever? Like you want to be able to say like, Oh, I do this. You don't want to have to like explain mm-hmm. right. the whole oh, thing. Like so it's just, it's almost just easier to just be like, yeah, I'm just going to get a corporate job. And like, it's just safe. It's secure. You know, you're going to have a paycheck. Like, you know what though? I cannot let this moment pass without saying like the huge benefit of corporate, mm-hmm. you just mentioned the stability if it hadn't been for corporate and consulting, I would not have been able to self-fund a Novak yeah. to get it off the ground. You know, if I just immediately like quit my corporate job and like jump mm-hmm. right into it, I don't know what I would have done to like, you know, pay for all of the costs behind the scenes oh, to yeah. you know, get a product from like an idea to, you know, a physical product that people can purchase oh no you don't even realize like us as consumers like we don't understand like how much like Mm -hmm. that you guys have to do like between 
like just the package designing and like just literally all these things that go into it. There's so many hidden costs. Testing, because that is so important. Testing, yeah. Testing is huge. Like you have to make sure it's safe. And then like, there's just so many things that go into it. So, and I just love the point that you just made too, because we've had like a few like influencers on the podcast who have had like corporate or like consulting jobs Mm -hmm. and then they quit them and then now they do influencing full-time but what literally all of them have said across the board is they were like I did two full-time jobs for like a year or two Mm -hmm. and then I quit and then now I'm able to do this like side hustle make it like your main hustle and so I think that's really really important point that you made is that like you can't just wake up one day and be like oh you know what I want to work for myself and just like expect it to go good like you have to kind of put in the work behind the scenes that people don't see you need a cushion for sure yeah that's the biggest thing but my biggest question that I've been thinking about since I've heard about the brand was where did the name come from (laughs) is there like a story or something no, there's not a story. And I feel yeah. like if I say it, you're going to be so underwhelmed. Oh, oh my God. No, no. <laughs> I just need to know. Um, it's literally a modified, like reverse of my name. <gasps> so. Oh my God. I'm so, oh, I'm so dumb. <laughs> I didn't wow. even realize that. Okay. Oh my god, that's so that's so bougie though. Like I thought it was like some like pretty like I know I was like oh it's that, like, a, like you know what though keep thinking that keep thinking yeah. it's like you know some something from the ether something yeah. that yeah. no that's what I thought <laughs> okay. I really did but I love that though because then that's like so personal to you yeah that's so yeah, cool it came personal. from you that's so cute I like it I love that I'm not underwhelmed I think that- no that's a really cool I because like not that many people are able to do that yeah like, oh my god if. Like my a, name would be what I don't need Negum or <laughs> something like that sounds terrible. I know like, <laughs> you gotta add like the accent mark. Yeah, that, there you go. There you go. Yeah. The accent mark just covers puts a band-aid on it. That really just levels it up. <laughs> so you talked about before like how you started doing it in 2012 and then you didn't actually launch until like 2019. How long did that process go where you actually were like, okay, like I'm making this like these products, I'm selling them. Like how long did that stage take for you to launch? Oh goodness. So I officially made the business entity in 2015. Okay. But again, just a, a really wicked bout of, you know, self-doubt and, you know, being scared. But when I finally got down to it, cause I had, you know, the basis for the perfecting oil and a couple other formulas and then like, you know, tweaking those, I would say maybe two years of like actual concerted effort prior to launching. Wow. That's like, it's just insane to think that it goes from like, I mean, yeah, you just said it was two years, but that like, it could have gone from like 2012 to 2019. I totally get what you were saying before about like idealization or whatever Mm -hmm. of like the idea of the product, because even when we started this podcast, this podcast is like 10 months old, but even before we started it, maybe like six months before I was like, Oh, it'd be so fun to do a podcast. And you're like, Oh, it'd be so fun to make a skincare brand. But obviously (laughs) like doing a skincare brand is way more than a podcast. And like, it was stressful enough just doing this like little rinky dink like hobby podcast yeah, I can't even imagine doing all of that but like once again a question that we didn't write down but I don't know if you'd like to expand on like the self-doubt that you yeah. felt or if there's like ways that you've been able to kind of overcome like that self-doubt or like imposter syndrome in your life yes absolutely so for me it, I wouldn't even at the time have labeled it self-doubt it's like in retrospect I know that's what it was it just literally felt like oh well if I don't get a job, 
elsewhere that has like a guaranteed paycheck, Mm -hmm. then what am I actually doing with my life? Like, I just feel like in high school, I was very focused on grades to get Mm -hmm. into a good college. And then I got into like my dream school, which was amazing. And then when I was there, I was focused on, you know, like taking courses that I was interested in and like my experience as a student, but always with the caveat that, oh yeah, like once these four years are up, I'm just going to like enter the workforce. Cause I, Mm -hmm. you know, I need to eat now. Like I need to get paid. I think that I just was not at the time thinking of it as, oh, like there are so many ways to like create income for yourself and like drive revenue. And, you know, you can, you're 100% in control of that. I think it took me working in, working for different companies and consulting for like different types of projects to see like, oh, wow, there's so many ways that you can just, you know, basically pull like an income generating idea just out of the ether and then execute on it. And here you are. Yeah. I I just think in hindsight, it's like, you know, I obviously just wasn't looking internally enough to say, hey, like I want this and I'm just going to make it happen. It took some trial and error and also having instances in corporate where I was kind of let down. Other side of corporate is yes, like you have what you feel at the time is guaranteed, but like even that's not guaranteed, you know, companies come and go. And if you're an employee of a company that is, you know, going, then, you know, that's, that's it. Like that's the end of your, your income. So there, I think the illusion of stability with corporate is what kept me, you know, locked into, oh, I need to focus here. I need to focus my efforts onto like, you know, a a traditional, you know, job. Mm -hmm. Um, But then having instances where, you know, I would work for like a smaller company and then like they would just not exist anymore. And then I have to find a new job. Like going through that cycle is just like, oh, okay, wait. So, you know, nothing's really guaranteed. And like here I was depending on someone else when I could have just, you know, really focused and, you know, done what I needed to do to like fuel my, you know, spirit and, you know, my material needs. I feel like COVID has really, I mean, it's obviously shaken up a lot of things, Yeah. But I feel like it really made maybe like older generations realize because I feel like when a lot of people like start their own company or like start like social media or something like that, everyone's like, well, it could go away tomorrow. But I feel like COVID even made people realize like, okay, your corporate job could be gone tomorrow. Like there yeah. could be a pandemic and you can lose that too. So mm-hmm. I think it's just really cool that you just really, I don't know, just overcame your imposter syndrome and like still went, even though it made you nervous. Oh yeah, Totally. I also did think too, it was just like, oh, well, my degree is not anything skincare related. So who's going to buy this product? And again, like, like you said, imposter syndrome, because like I identified like what the knowledge gaps were putting like, you know, what I did know at the forefront and then closing the gaps on what I didn't know. And I think there's a lot to be said for, you know, the years I took to actually like, you know, learn a new skill and like further my knowledge so that I could combine that with something I was passionate about. I feel like that whole field is like so up and coming cosmetic design and stuff like that. Like, I feel like that's something that people are getting into like more and more, but I think it's great that like you have a different skill set because you like, you can bring that into your business. Mm -hmm. Like it's not just so tailored to like the production or like chemistry of it. It's like, you can, you just have so many different hats, which I think is so great. It's Mm -hmm. good to have as a business owner for sure. How did you go about, like, we already kind of talked about, like, the launch of your brand, but, like, how did you go about, like, making your own products? All of our, so we have a a studio where all of our products are made in LA, which is cool. I'm really fond of LA as a city, so I Mm -hmm. like that, you know, all of our products can be made here. I think the 
biggest hurdle to making the products was all the like small moving parts. Once you determine like what, you know, the, the formulation is for a specific product, you know, ideally you would have like, you know, your preferred list of, you know, vendors or suppliers that are going to, you know, meet the standards that you want for your, your brand, especially when it comes to clean beauty, like sourcing ingredients is really important. You don't want to unwittingly have an ingredient that has, you know, a questionable origin or was farmed in such a way that does not preserve the benefits of the ingredients that you're using. So I think for me, there was that. And then also like everything with the, the packaging, like, you know, once you have it designed, you have to determine prior to launch, like how much you're going to have on hand. A lot of places have, you know, like pretty high minimums. So I think that all of those things coming together was at the forefront of my mind prior to launch, but I don't think anything other than just going for it prepared me for that process. I mean, like sometimes you literally can't just have a plan for stuff. Like you no. just have to like jump into it and just kind of like work on it as you go, you know, like you yeah. never know if you don't try. Yeah. You just have to be able to bankroll it. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. That's that, that too. So can you talk about, like a little bit more about like the production and stuff and like, I guess like the company as a whole, like, like how many employees do you have? You talked about the studio. Like, is that, is that sort of like a lab? It's a, I wouldn't call it a lab. Oh, okay. um, yeah, I, I wouldn't call it a lab. It's more like a, a dedicated space. Think of like just a dedicated kitchen where everything is being lovingly crafted in small batches. Right now, it's just me. I'm mm-hmm. like the employee. Um, <laughs> uh, we do work with other consultants on an mm-hmm. as-needed basis. But I think that the beauty in growing a brand like from like a small grassroots movement to, you know, organically reaching more people is that I have the space to be very considerate of like every choice that I make. Me making the products myself is like, you know, what I absolutely love. But on the flip side, because I've worked in environments where I've been, you know, hired by other people, I'm very mindful of the fact that the minute I hire a team, I want to make sure it's something that's going to be like long-term and sustainable for them. I have been on the receiving end of like, you know, not being mindful with hiring practices. So I just, I just want to make sure that as we grow, we grow in a very considerate manner for everyone involved. I just love that because we were, it's so funny because we were literally talking about this yesterday in the car. We were talking about how we love when like founders or like, just like, or like CEOs or something, like when they start, like, I feel like they have like the best outreach or whatever overall when like they start from the bottom and Mm -hmm. then like they work their way up then they found it like they know every step of the way and how it takes to get there rather than just like inheriting some company and like owning it it's just so much cooler getting to see someone who knows like the grittiness and like the hard stuff and like work to get to where they are so I think it's really cool I didn't know if you'd want to talk about like the ingredients in your products and like where they came from or like where you source them from Yeah. So we source them from, you know, all over really. (laughs) Some of them are are locally produced, but some of them are specific regions that are known for that particular product or or, I should say that particular crop in this case. One of our ingredients that is in both the toner Mm -hmm. and in the perfecting oil so Immortel, it's also known as Helichrysum italicum. Mm-hmm. It's basically the essential oil form is in the perfecting oil, just like very little. It kind of rounds out the scent profile because we mm-hmm. don't use any 
fragrances. Or oh, I love how it smells. Mm-hmm. It smells like cherries or something. Like I can't, or like uh, cherries. It just smells yeah, like cherries. And I'm like, oh, it smells so good. Yeah, like the the helichrysum is there to round out that scent profile as mm-hmm. well as to provide, you know, skin conditioning and anti-aging benefits. Even though I hate the word anti-aging. Um, I know, I know, <laughs> but you have to use it with skincare. <laughs> I know. It's like such a, it's like such a, like a buzzword for people too. I know. Yeah. Ugh. But it's also the, the distillate form is found in the, the toner. That's so cool. that's one ingredient where um, it's sourced from a small farm in France. And, um, yeah, so, so that's one of those things where if like really paying attention to, you know, what, what properties you want from what ingredients and making sure to the best of your ability that where you're sourcing those ingredients from is going to make sure you have like the, the purest form of what you're trying to add to your, your product. Wait, so this isn't a question that we wrote down, but this is, I'm just so interested. So like, did you have multiple recipes like for all of your products? Like, did you kind of like improve upon them? Like yes, as time 100%. passed? Wow. <laughs> and it's so funny. Cause I would get to the point where I'd be like, Oh, I love like version 63. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't, it probably wasn't like 63, but like it got pretty close. Where I'd be like, oh, I love this version. And then yeah. like, I don't know, but like, I'm going to try like a couple more times. And then it'd be like version 67. It's like, uh, oh. wow, that's, that's so cool. No, but that's so much work. Like, and the fact that you're like personally reformulating it yourself, yeah. like I, that's, I just have so much respect for you. That's like, literally, that's so cool. I feel like yeah, but again, I have to add that like at every point I drew on other people's knowledge to mm-hmm. like fill the gaps and like what I didn't know. Yeah, like I yeah. had, you know, an idea for what I wanted and I had a thought process around like, oh, these ingredients, I know they work well together and I know like the the um, chemistry, you know, supports my belief, but let me, you know, of course go, you know, consult with someone who's been doing this for you know, much longer than I have. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I think like, it's important to know too, obviously, like you just said that you can't do it all. Yeah. So like, while you can wear like multiple hats, you can be a badass founder of a skincare company, but you can't like know everything. So it's yeah. important to be able to like, understand that you do need to like reach out to other people and that you can't just like put it all on yourself. No, totally. oh, that's just so interesting. I love hearing you talk about it. What is your favorite product of yours? The perfecting oil. Yeah, yeah, that's. I was too. gonna say that one's just such a winner. Like, I it's like my first baby. It's like the first <laughs> thing where I was just like, yes, like I love this and I made this and now other people get to enjoy this, and and the rest of the product line was built around that product. So, I, I hate to choose favorites, but it's yeah. Fun. I just, I, that, I mean, that's what got me hooked. Like, it's just amazing. I love like the color, like just everything about it. It just feels so rich when you put it on. And like, I have such oily skin. So I know that you're supposed to use like oils with oily skin. Like that sounds stupid, but that's how it works. But that one just leaves me with like such a non-greasy, like so moisturized feeling on my face. And like, I wake up in the morning and my skin feels amazing. And like, I don't know, I just love it. And I love the packaging. That's another thing. I have have three of her products, guys. They're so heavy. (laughs) Like the bottle components that you use, like the glass, like the matte glass. Ooh, that was a great touch. They're beautiful. Like I'm a sucker for packaging, obviously. 
but they're, they just feel so luxurious mm-hmm. and it's just like an experience when you put it on, which is something that like I look for with <laughs> my that. skincare. Like I, I want it to be like a ritual, like a t- like time where I stop for five minutes and like take care of me every day. And like, that's what your products let me do. So thank you. I'm so happy to hear you say yeah. that. That is where the product development, the product development yeah. background comes in. Like everything from start to finish that your user is going to experience is, you know, top of mind. So like hearing you say, oh, I love the weightiness of it. That's literally oh, yeah. something where I, I tried so many different bottles and was just uh-huh. like, this too flimsy. This one's not heavy enough. And so to like have, you know, you as, you know, an yeah. end user experience that is just like so rewarding. It makes it all worth it. Oh, no, that's something that like I pay a lot of attention to. I think like I tend to associate like heavier, more durable products as like more expensive and like luxurious. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to pick up like something and then have it be like flimsy or have like the pump not work or yeah. something like it's yeah. you, I don't know to have just like a nice thing that like I could leave out on a vanity or something I love that and like your products like they just look so sleek and what's inside it looks just as good as what is outside so I think that's really important I know I think that's what's really cool about the packaging too is we live in like a city and so we obviously don't have a really big sink mm-hmm. but like we it the packaging is so pretty that like we literally want to like keep it out yeah. on the sink even though there's like <laughs> minimal space just because like it looks so good oh, I know I just lo- I absolutely love the products I can't say enough about it I know I, I just love them <laughs> I'm just glad that like the zoom camera I mean because obviously if you guys are listening like we're recording on zoom I'm just glad that it's like not closer because Meg's uh, Meg obviously uses Inove every day and her skin is like flawless <laughs> and I just do not look that great right now but obviously I think we can all agree that the perfecting oil is the best but like is there a product that you like haven't put out yet but that you would want to put out in the future yes evil smile (laughs) Uh, yes there's there's several so you know in the near future we will be you know launching more products to kind of round out the face line so right now everything is you know formulated for your face so there's one more product we'll be rolling out for face i'm not gonna say what it is yet um (laughs) sorry guys (laughs) Oh, but, um, and then we have a couple lined up for the body. So mm-hmm. I really do want to just make sure that, you know, you know, you have skin everywhere, not just your face. So I want to make sure that, you know, we have products to reflect that as well. Yeah. So. If you had like a perfecting body oil, I think I would just keel over and die. Eczema will be literally screaming. I would die. Oh my God. Wow. That would save my winter skin. Oh my God. Like I, I need like a heavy duty moisture. I might try it on my skin. Honestly, sometimes I rub it on my hands if there's any like excess or like on my neck or something. Yeah, get the neck. The yeah. You got to get the neck and the chest or whatever the decolletage or whatever. People, ooh, I hate that word. Yeah, me too. Whatever people call it. I try not to use it twice a day because... I like don't want it to run out. Yeah. (laughs) I'm obviously going to get a new one, but I'm just like, I just savor it. I love it. What are your favorite skincare brands or products? Like what are, like, if you're not using your own stuff, like what do you gravitate towards? Mm, It's a probably nothing because she only uses her own stuff. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, I don't wear makeup anymore. So (laughs) yeah, I don't wear makeup anymore. Yeah. Or maybe Um, if you had one in like the past or something that you liked. There was this, so mascara is something that I've always loved. 
And I, I think that that's something that, you know, once I start leaving the house again, I'll probably go back to. Yeah. Okay, it so just I'll makes you look so put together. Yeah, like, it does. It like makes you look awake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I, 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 my favorite mascara is from Tarte. Ooh, um, ooh, I love their products. The lights, camera, lashes. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah, I know that one. Yeah, that that one's one of my favorites. Yeah, I know their their ingredients are awesome too. I know they like that fun. was that was like I think probably my first experience with like a clean beauty brand. <laughs> they launched like a while ago. Like they, I think they've been around for like what, like eight or nine years or something Wait, like they've that. Been around for a while. Well, it's like cleaner i don't think it's like a hundred percent their ingredients are sourced like from like good places and stuff for like a pretty large brand yeah no it's i mean like i use like their amazonian clay mascara Mm -hmm. for i think that was like the first product i ever used from them but yeah they have like i don't know if it's like a hundred percent but they're like pretty sustainable and like yeah it's a good company okay but what is your skincare routine so like it could be like morning night or both like, what do you use? So I, um, I use the whole line. Um, mm-hmm. Lately, I have not been using the, um, the eye serum mm-hmm. as much. Just So I just had another baby. He's like going to be four months old this month. Oh, so he's so, little. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Oh my God. What's his name? Thank you. His name is Ope. Oh, he's... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> he sounds I'll, so I'll cute. I, yeah, I'll probably cry. Yeah, we love babies. He's the cutest. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I'm like, where did he come from? Okay, but sorry to tangent really quick, but this must be like the perfect time to have a baby because yeah. then you're just like home with him. Yeah. You know, it was the perfect time to be pregnant because oh, yeah. you're not obligated to leave the house. You know, you yeah. don't want to leave the house at that mm-hmm. point. Giving birth to him in a hospital was weird. Wearing a mask, doing that. But yeah, I mean, now I'm actually at the point where I like to, at least with our first baby, I like Mm -hmm. to get out and about and take them out. And I I just Mm -hmm. feel like it made her a better sleeper. She's like really calm in every situation. Like, I I just feel like it made for a better experience having them experience all the random noises that happen. So that's not happening right now, unfortunately. All of that to say, I have not been using (laughs) the the, uh, eye serum and I should. And I say that because I, I'm like noticing the difference and not using it and like yeah. not getting enough sleep. Mm. So, um, you have a form I, yeah, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm, I'm gonna, I need to incorporate that back in. My routine is to, I don't double cleanse cause I'm not wearing any, um, makeup. So mm. I just use our AHA and aloe cleanser first. Mm. Um, and once I, you know, wash that off. I typically don't use it in the shower because the shower is so hot. Like I like really hot water. Um, mm-hmm. and I don't want to put water that out of my face. Yeah. So, um, I'll wash with that. I'll use the toner, mm-hmm. um, the tone, and then I'll actually spray a little bit of the toner in the palm of my hand. Um, and then add a couple drops of perfecting oil. Ooh, um, I should try that. that. Yeah. And it, it'll, it'll stretch it a little bit. So if you're worried about using, yeah. You know, okay. <laughs> no I'm like I'm gonna blow through this because like I want to put it everywhere mm-hmm. <laughs> I need like a bigger bottle yeah. that kind of like goes with our next question I mean like that's kind of I like, know you read my mind yeah, like that, what you, you just said yeah so we like our next question was like do you have any skincare tips but so like do you have any more other than that one like double cleansing oh I I was gonna ask you too if you double cleanse because I have really oily skin yeah, I don't do it every day but like 
I find sometimes I have to. So but like, do you have any other skincare tips? I guess my top one is always just sunscreen, like wear sunscreen, because I, you know, went for a good portion of my life without ever wearing it because I never burned. So I was just like, oh, I'm fine. Yeah. Um, But I've noticed like the older I get, the more freckles I get. And like, you know, my dad has lots of freckles. So it's just like, okay, it's hereditary, but also like sun exposure, sunscreen, my all time favorite go to skincare tip for the masses sunscreen please what sunscreen do you use do you have a favorite or do you have like a couple at this point i still use like the neutrogena there are so many that i want to try though that i that i have recently become aware of that have been formulated for people with you know darker skin tones because you know you get that like kind of like gray oh, yeah. yeah no it's like gross yeah. <laughs> it's really it's so gnarly <laughs> I mean, it sounds basic sunscreen, but it's like, that's such a good tip because I feel like everyone forgets. Like even I use a moisturizer that has sunscreen, but that's not even like enough. Yeah. They still say to like apply it like topically, even if you, you have like an SPF product. I need to get better about that. Yeah. I'm not that good about that. What advice do you have for young entrepreneurs? Figure out what it is that is driving your desire to be an entrepreneur, because you're definitely going to hit, you know, some roadblocks, some setbacks. Those, there's always going to be things that are going to like test your uh, grit <laughs> yeah. and, and like, if you really want to, to be on that journey. Um, so just, you know, do your best to have clarity on what it is that you hope to gain from taking the entrepreneurial route, because there are mm-hmm. you know, so many other ways of, you know, working in the world, figure out mm-hmm. what it is that's driving you to do that and then do mm-hmm. it. That's such good advice. Yeah. We already kind of talked about how you have like products that you have coming out in the future, but do you have any other future plans for Inove? I don't know yet. I think just being so focused on like skincare and that being like what I love the most body is obviously like the next like natural step after I round out the face line. I can't say beyond just rolling out products for, for body to give you that full experience. Like, would you ever release, so like once you round out like the face products, would you ever like release more in the future or are you just going to have like the face products just like on stock for the future and then like the body products on stock or would you like come back to face? I get what you're saying now. Yes, I would totally keep expanding on the existing Mm -hmm. lines. Mm -hmm. I would say as time and bandwidth permit, because I want to make sure that anything I'm doing, I'm doing to the best of my ability so that you feel that when you're, you know, using the product. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wh- whatever we roll out, you know, it's going to be, you know, us saying, Hey, like, this is the best, like we're backing it and like, it's ready for you now. So mm-hmm. I, I hope to, there's so many cool ingredients out there. There's so many ingredients that I, you know, have tried in you know, previous iterations of products that I really want to revisit. So mm-hmm. I definitely think I'll keep expanding the lines, but you know, after I've gotten what's currently you know, we're building on out to you guys and how exciting. Yeah. The best. What are your goals for this brand? Like, do you want to see it in like stores? Do you want to stay like an indie online brand? Like what's kind of the direction or do you not know? yet? (laughs) I think retail partnerships are definitely on the horizon, but for, for me, it's always been making sure it's a good fit and making Mm -hmm. sure that retail partner has values that are very much aligned with, with the brand values that I have here. Yeah, I think that's the best way to, to answer that. 
I mean, like, I think that makes sense. It's like with so many retail partners out there, like it must be so hard to like find one that matches perfectly. Sometimes. Oh yeah, for sure. But yeah, I mean, there's, there's some places that are, you know, specifically clean beauty, which is obviously like, you know, a natural fit, but also like, you know, inclusivity is, is, is one of our core values. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that, that has to be, you know, a core value of any, any retail partner that we work with or any, I mean, any partner we work with period. Do you have like a dream retail company that you'd like to work with? Wow. I'm going to say no at the moment. Because I think I, when I first started, um, even at the beginning of this year, I had, you know, a short list of like what I thought would be dream retailers. Mm -hmm. But then like, you know, going to trade shows and like kind of, you know, talking to representatives from those retailers, it kind of gave me a new perspective. Mm. So right now I'm going to say no, like I don't have a dream retailer because I went into it, like not knowing what I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And now that I've like, you know, kind of uncovered some of the things I wasn't even thinking about. I'm just like, okay, let me just <laughs> level set. Yeah. I mean, I think that's like a, a cool thing, but also like it can sometimes not be when it comes to like starting your own brand or like getting into something you love. It's that like, you're like, oh my God, this is so great. And then you get into like one aspect and yeah. you're like, Ooh, I don't really, mm. I didn't, I don't like, I don't really like that as much as I thought that I did. Yeah. So I think it's really cool that you're like allowing yourself like that growth to like really learn what you like and what you don't. But our final question is, do you have any takeaways that you want to leave with the audience? If you haven't yet tried Innove, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. a good one. <laughs> yeah, we are, um, we're going to link everything. So the, there's like a sample thing on your website, which I love. So you can try the whole line for $85. And I think I might like get that as like Christmas gifts for people. Wait, that's such and a good like, idea. See if, because like I love the products and like I know people that have like similar skin, like to me, like skin types and stuff. So like I know it would probably work for them as well. So, like, mm-hmm. I might just give people, like, the gift sets. Well, like, I guess it's not a gift set. It's, like, a sample set. But mm-hmm. just to see, like, what they like. I'm sure they'll love the perfecting oil because I, that's just, like, the holy grail. But, yeah, I think that's such, like, a cool thing that you have, like, on your website. Because, like, sometimes also, you don't always want to buy, like, full-size products, especially when it's skincare. Because, oh, like, yeah. I've ordered stuff and, like, it's had fragrance or something that's, like, broken my skin out. Mm-hmm. And then I have to, like... Yeah send it back. And it's like a whole thing. So I love that you can try the whole line. Yes. And, um, the sample kit also makes a great travel kit. <laughs> so once you have it, if you decide yeah. that you, you want to buy like the full size mm-hmm. products, you still have, um, those, you know, smaller little samples. Um, and then you still have the the bottles that they come in too. So I have like a little like cosmetic bag and I put like all my Inove products in there and they're just like clanking around. <laughs> like <laughs> I have like these huge full size ones. I'm like, oh, like I need like a smaller. I'm so maybe I'll get that for myself. Yeah. Merry Christmas to myself. I'll get it for you for Thank Christmas. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but if you wanted, you could like tell the audience like you're at, like where they could find you on Instagram. Like we'll obviously link it down below, but like the Inove Instagram account. Sure. So if you'd like to check us out on Instagram, you can find us at Anove Beauty, A-N-O-V-E Beauty. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thank you. We had a lot of fun. Thank you guys for having me.